Welcome back, guys. So glad you're here. So today we're going to talk about some strategies to help your students when they're overreacting to your redirection or they just can't handle rejection. And how can we help them work through these things? Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. So don't forget to leave a review wherever you are listening. I would love to hear from you. And join my Facebook group, Behavior Strategies for Class, and collaborate with other educators there as well. Feel free to message me, and don't forget to sign up for a call this month. I have four openings left, and I would love to connect with you and see if there's any way that I can help you with any of the strategies for behaviors in your class. Yes, some of our students I definitely believe overreact when they are redirected. So for example, our student was in math class and he felt the need to keep banging his metal water bottle on the table during, you know, class instruction. And the teacher just walked over to him and just kindly said, can you please not bang that right now? you know, put the water bottle away. That was it. That upset him enough and he walked out and made this big, huge reaction. We've had another student who (laughs) is an older student, but acts kind of like a two-year-old when we tell her no Like, we can't do that right now, or no, you can't have that right now. I mean, stomping your feet, screaming, yelling, and you're just like, okay, this is really just a small issue, a small redirection. I think they just take it so personally. And yes, it is personal, Like, you can't bang your water bottle right now. And no, you can't, you know, take your 
20 fidgets to class right now. But at the same time, they're just overreacting. So trying to help them see, like, guys, not a big deal. Like, nobody's taking away your water bottle. They just want you to set it on the counter. You know, or nobody's saying you can't have a fidget. You just can't have 20. Or nobody's saying you can't ever have a snack. It's just now is not the time. It's just very interesting that they're, they choose to escalate for little things as well as big things, I guess. And maybe it's in their mind that they feel like this is a big thing. Or maybe sometimes I feel like their behavior is learned because this is how they've reacted in the past and it's worked for them and they've been able to get what they want at that time. Because like I said, we're not obviously denying them that you can't have a water bottle or you can't have a fidget or you can't have a snack, you know, ever. But sometimes they just take it like this is the end of the world, you know, and we're so mean and we're taking away their stuff. And it's just interesting because you never know like when that kind of explosion is going to happen. Like when are they really going to overreact? Because other times it's like, okay. You know, and they go back to doing whatever they were doing. Or they just, okay, and put the water bottle on the counter. Or actually, our student, we've he's brought a plastic water bottle instead of his metal, which is much better. We just feel like those metal water bottles are weapons in some of our students. And so we are very thankful when parents decide, yes, please send the plastic water bottle. So anyways, these are some like little things that we feel our students overreact and explode their behavior. Just, they just take it so personally. And of course, some of it can lead back to, you know, trauma. I get that. Like any little thing that's theirs you take away or even just move, they take it so per because that's theirs. You know, especially some foster students, you know, they're not used to having things that are theirs that they can call their own. So even just a water bottle to move, you know, becomes pretty dramatic because it's theirs. They own that. So trying to understand and not be like, well, you can never have your water bottle again. You know, we're not saying that, but getting them to understand that, you know, they just hear like, you want to take it away and it's mine. Anyways, just some other thoughts on that. <laughs> so those are, um, you know, some of our students when they kind of overreact their behaviors, you know, stomping their feet, yelling, screaming, walking out, when there's just a simple redirect in the classroom. So three strategies that we use to help them cope and help them walk through 
their kind of overreaction. So number one is realizing, is this a small problem? So now your behavior like eloping, leaving, or screaming and shouting and stomping or feet, like you've just kind of made this a little bit bigger of a problem because now you're dysregulated. Now you're out of the classroom. You're missing instruction. How can we get you back into class? You know, this really is just a small problem. Like I said, we're not taking away your water bottle and never giving it back to you. You know, we're not saying you can never ever have a fidget. It's just helping them to come back and realize, you know, this is just a small problem or small redirection. Like your teacher wasn't screaming her head off at you. She was just letting you know that you're being distracting. That's it. So helping them to realize, is this really just a small problem that they can fix? Number two strategy is just giving them a minute. Sometimes we do just have to let them scream and shout and stomp your feet. We really prefer, of course, that they don't walk out of the classroom, but if they do walk out, you know, are they leaving the building? Are they going to a safe place? Are they just going right outside the door? Okay. Are they going to see the counselor? Okay. So let's give you a minute. And then they're calm. And then we can just kind of process again. Like, is this a small problem? How can we get back to class? And sometimes it is just talking it out and realizing and showing them like nobody's here to, you know, get at you. We want to help you. We want you to be successful. And especially some of our fifth graders were like, guys, you're, you're going to middle school next year. Like you don't want to be reacting and walking out and doing all these behaviors because your consequences are going to be a lot higher and a lot stricter than what we have right now. And so we want to help them see we want you to be successful. What strategies are going to help you be successful and stay in the class and do your best? So it's giving them that minute to calm down and then coming back and processing and talking through and getting them back to class. And then the third strategy is all the same. You're going to walk them through the process. So, okay, because sometimes they need to see that too as well. Okay, so when you get back to class, just move your water bottle to the counter. You have like 20 more minutes in that class. We'll finish up the math or finish your writing. You take your water bottle and then we can go take a break. I think sometimes it's also, you know, prepping and walking through and processing through what's going to happen. Like we had a, um, like a lockdown drill yesterday and just prepping our kids beforehand 
really helps them go through and process that situation. Because there were no overreactions. There were no major behaviors happening during the lockdown because we did do the prep. They knew what to expect. They knew what their expectations were. And so I think sometimes we forget that as well as we're just going about the day to remind them, okay, well, well, we're going to go, you know, to math. If you have your fidget, like it stays either in your pocket or just on the table, you know, it should not be like swinging around the room, throwing it at people or whatever and reminding them. So if it does become a problem, like we will have to take it. So they know the expectations. So again, it's walking them through that process. Like, okay, you can pick a fidget. You can have one now. If later in the day you want to switch, you bring that fidget back and you can pick out another one and take that one to class. Or, you know, if you really need a snack, you know, at your scheduled break time, you can come down and you can get a snack. So it's just showing them like they still are, are getting what they need to succeed in the classroom, but their behaviors, when they escalate like that, it's not helpful for them or for anybody. So again, it's walking them through that process. So the three strategies that can help your students when they overreact to redirection or redirect rejection I mean they I think like I said take it personally like they're being rejected three strategies to help them through number one again just helping them realize this really is a small problem and you can fix it strategy two is giving them a minute like let them you know get upset if they if that's what they're going to do or if they're going to yell and scream, if they're going to hopefully not leave the room, but if they do, giving them that minute and then like number three strategy is to help them walk through the process. So what's going to happen when you go back to class? You know, the fidget is in your pocket or the fidget's on the table, your water bottle, put it on the counter. Like I said, you got 20 more minutes. Let's finish up math. You can take your water bottle and we'll go have a break. And then we move on to the next class. So I think sometimes it's helping them process what their day is going to look like, what that hour is going to look like, really helps them to understand and, and get prepared for what's expected of them. So... Sometimes it is those small things that can affect your student's behavior. And as you become aware of them, you can help prepare them and help your students to stay in control. So you guys are doing great. And remember, all your students deserve to succeed and they need you. Keep up the great work. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you next week. 
Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and U, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University bit.ly slash behavior ppu the number four and the letter u if you're interested also to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies there is another bit.ly link and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free the number six for free these will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out and i leave you with this Every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.